to the show, King. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Good, good. It's a pleasure to be drinking juice out of a bowl at your house. Ah, uh, as long as you have a container, something that can contain the juice, it will always flow like water. You know, I feel like that could have been good, but that was that was great, Ching. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. I feel like it's supposed to be proverb. Life, Confucius say, water flows like water. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No, he didn't actually say that. He did not say that. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, some advice from Confucius uh, to start off the podcast. So, Jing, how, how do we know each other? We know each other at church. Do we know each other from anywhere else? No. I barely met you. Do you, you feel like you barely met me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've hung out a few times. I'm just kidding. Do you, I'm sorry, what was your name again? <laughs> it was, um, is it Alexa Williams? Alandra Williams? What was it? Oh, I just can't remember. Well, I mean, you got my sister's name in there, and some people call me Alexa. What? Yeah. Really? I get I get Lexi, Alexa. Lexi? How do they look at your face and go, Lexi? I don't understand. Al- Alandra calls me Lexi. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's like okay. the only person that calls me Lexi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, Alex. So, so uh, and you don't remember particularly how we met. It was, it was a spiritual journey, let's just say. I think I first met you in the Celestial Kingdom, but I'm not sure about that. I mean, we might have. Yeah. We might have. My old friend, Ching. So, where, where did you come from, Ching? I came from, uh, um, well, I was born in China, basically. And then I moved to Canada at the age of basically five and a half, six-ish. Okay. Yep. And uh, it was in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Really? Um, yeah. I feel like that's a big difference. Nah, it's not. From a big, uh, from a small, like Beijing, small town in Beijing, you know, the capital, basically. Were you, you were born in Beijing? Um, Beijing, yes. Really? Yes. All the way to a huge city in like Saskatoon, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So, that that was sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot of sarcasm on the podcast, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. So, how, what what brought you to Canada? Then? Um, my dad he got accepted into a PhD program at the University of Saskatchewan, and he okay. yeah he always like dreamed of having a Western education and coming to uh, North America for better opportunities, and he got um, an offer at the University of Saskatchewan at a really prestigious phd program in biology and that's how we he was able to help his family like my mom and i immigrate here to canada oh that's cool yeah that's really cool so so it was your your dad studied initially in china uh in what he got a a, like he did like his undergrad basically and everything like in china but then he got accepted to a phd program here in uh, saskatchewan no way yeah that's really cool. Yeah. And he always wanted to, to come to Yeah, it was his dream to, like, study at a school in North America for better opportunities, whether that may be in Canada or U.S. Really? Yeah, and he chose Canada. Awesome. Well, he chose wisely. Yeah. Yeah, we like having you here. So, okay, so so you come over to Canada. You're, uh, how was your dad with English before he came to Canada? Did Pretty he study good. a lot? Um, yeah, he, like... 
basically you have to like the majority of the like even back back a while the majority of like the top china universities english is a required course really yeah it's a required course and now basically um things in china have become so westernized that if you actually go to a university the majority of the universities english is a required course really yeah even in some high schools now like they're offering english um we're not offering like forcing students to take english it's required like on the standardized test english is all on there because china's gotten so westernized really yeah that's interesting that's pretty cool so so did you learn english at all before you came here oh i was five and a half no you didn't learn any english it was all it was all mandarin it was all mandarin and then i came here and i was and people were like, didn't give me a response. <laughs> I felt so lonely. And so, how how was that? Because I guess you said you started in kindergarten. In yeah, China? I started in kindergarten. Um, and then I went back to China for a year. And in China, basically, we in grade um one, the first half of grade one, we were learning multiplication tables, and stuff. And then I moved back to Canada. And then we're learning addition, so I was like, okay, I already know this. I just don't understand what the teacher's talking about. One funny story is that uh, once my dad at home, he was, like, drilling multiplications into my head. At the same time, we got basic addition. So I accidentally multiplied everything instead of (laughs) adding them. And when the results came back, I realized my mistake. I was like, oh, shoot, mistakes were made. So, yeah. (laughs) I wonder, did your teacher pick up that you were multiplying everything? No. Or were they just like, this no, is way wrong. No, this is just way wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Man, so, okay, so you went back to China for a year and then came back here and you're smarter than everybody. <laughs> no, and, no, no, I don't, I barely spoke English. Okay, okay. I was but, not but, smart. I had no idea what the teacher was even asking for. You, you, you I ask. got sent to ESL school. Like, on top of my regular school, half the day, they sent me to a special school to boost my English. Yeah. And this was, like, uh, grade two, grade three, because they thought I was slow, because at home I spoke Mandarin, yeah. so English never got anywhere. Yeah. And so they sent me to a specialized DSL school where I um, focused on English. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And how long, how long were you in that school? I was there for oh yeah um I was there for about like a year basically okay a year yeah okay and what do do you feel like it was tricky to learn or was it kind of you got into it pretty well it got into pretty well yeah um going to oh so I actually felt really blessed because like it was they actually got like a taxi Mm -hmm. to drive like all the ESL students because like at my school there was just me as the ESL student and that taxi would pick up two other students from another school and then they would drive me so it was like there were only three people in my route and oh that was also where I had my first car accident in a taxi it was a small a minor like the bent the bumper of that car kind of like um was damaged but nothing like too oh, major okay. yeah. yeah it was my first like minor car accident yeah yeah man so so you're doing ESL and after that one year mm-hmm. you were good Enough to go into school oh no, no 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 no! After that one year, I still struggled, but slowly picked it up. So what what did you do to learn English? <laughs> Nothing. My parents were like, just watch some dumb TV shows, and I was like, okay. So I like uh, I just really watched like um, 
watch shows like Dragon Tales, I mean, Clifford, yeah. The Big Drag Dog, Franklin, Little yeah. Bear, um, Roly Poly. I still remember those shows, and because I didn't have cable, because my parents weren't uh, were well, my I grew up in a very humble home. It was kind of poor, but yeah. yeah, it's a lot better now. So I just had the free shows, and it was super awesome. Then after like some of those shows, I have to like go to class. I feel so blessed because school was about um, a six-minute walk. It was, like, a few blocks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, from my elementary, like, six minutes just walking. So it was, like, get there, you go back home. And I remember a couple of times where, like, um, at lunchtime, all the other kids would just play because lunch was about almost an hour or something, and I would just run back home and eat, like, a a nice meal my mom would cook for me. Yeah. And I would also play some games on the internet at home instead of, like, being out there. But, yeah, it was super fun. That's cheap. So, so that, that, that was always a dream of mine, is mm-hmm. to live close to my school so that I can yeah. watch at home. Uh-huh. Did, you, did you have a hard time making friends in school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got picked on for not speaking English all the time. Yeah. Like, there were bullies. This guy, like, threw an apple at me. I couldn't really communicate. <clears throat> um, this other guy, like, he pushed me into the girls' washroom. So I kind of punched him and knocked off his glasses, and we both got in trouble. But I was like, he tried to push me to the girls' bathroom. And I was like, I couldn't really express that idea. So, yeah, we both got in trouble, and it was okay. Like, nothing really happened of it. It was like a 30-minute timeout kind of thing. Yeah. Because, like, the other kid, he was known for disrespectful behavior. And I'm, like, known as the shy kid because I didn't really do a lot. The shy new Chinese guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they kind of understand that I was picked on because yeah. like just like our backgrounds and stuff yeah were, were there many other immigrants at your school um there was one other ch- two other chinese kids yeah and um yeah they kind of helped me out a bit but i doubt that actually no they kind of understood a lot better than me mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they kind of helped you out yeah did they go to the efl no no they didn't no just yeah just me yeah yeah and but elementary was so fun i went to my first farm like yeah. real farm where I saw, like, all the little chickens. I saw the, um, like, so many farm animals. I saw some <clears> pigs <throat> as well. Yeah, yeah, but mostly chickens. And you get to hold up your own little, uh, whatever you call those, like, chicks. Yeah. Baby chicks. Yeah. Hold them up, and they were so furry. And you also learn how the plants grow. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Did, did you learn a lot? Like, Because I, I did you know, a lot of that stuff in school as well, but that's not a highlight for me. Did, did you enjoy learning about nature and stuff? Was that kind of a... a yes, definitely. Um, learning is one of my, to this day, is one of my lifelong goals, basically continuous learning, nonstop learning. Because, yeah. like, I see now how fast technology is developing, how fast science is growing. It's like we're on, like, this massive, like, curve, like, exponential growth. And especially now with, like, so much knowledge out there, like... So, like, I just follow, like, science, um, some science for a bit, and it's, like, every week there's something new, massive development, and even technology, like, right now you have blockchain, for example, mm-hmm. it's, like, tra- like, Bitcoin trading value through blockchain, basically, and, yeah, like, it's gone up so much, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so you like to, is there anything particular that you like to focus your learning on? I like to focus my learning on communication, how to be a better communicator, Yeah. how to get a message across simply and effective. My yeah. style is speaking because I really like giving talks at church. Yeah. Writing is something I need to work on. 
Yeah. I, I'm I'm very impressed with your English. Oh. I, I Thank you so much. Yeah. I struggle with the English language. I knew I knew you spoke Chinese. But English language is hard for me too. <laughs> but I thought I thought that maybe you were born in Canada and grew up speaking well, English. I wasn't born in Canada, but like the first few years are hard basically because I was still learning English, mm-hmm. but then slowly got better at the ESL. Yeah. 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 I'm really impressed. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and and your mother, how, because your dad always wants you to come here. Yeah. How did she feel? Oh, she, she loved it. Because like it. Um, in Western, like in Chinese culture, if you get to live in a westernized country, it's more prestigious, like much more. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Um, there's better opportunities here because China, there's so much competition. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, corruption in China as well. Mm-hmm. And um, there's less freedom, I would say. Yeah. And, like, because the Chinese government is like, they have some extensive overreach. Like, things like Google, Facebook, YouTube are all blocked in China, hmm. for example. But um, Western, Western is, like, it's just seen as more prestigious. Because, like, it was so Western people who conquered China, basically. Like, yeah. the British came to China. They conquered a lot of areas, Yeah. for example. That's yeah. interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting perspective to have. Um, so, when you came over here and you kept learning in Saskatoon yeah. and growing up, how long were you in Saskatoon for? Uh, for six years. Till okay. grade, and almost seven years. Till grade six. Okay, and then yeah. was it straight to Calgary after that? Uh, no, it was uh, to... Oh, West Lafayette, Indiana. Really? Yeah, West Lafayette in the United States. Yeah. It's where Purdue University is. Okay. People like, it's a, one of the U.S.'s top engineering schools. Yeah. People like Neil, Neil Armstrong study there. Really? At Purdue, yeah. And so did you, was your dad studying there? Um, He was or? doing research work, basically, okay, okay. yeah, but in a totally different field. Did he have his PhD? Yeah, he had his PhD now. Okay. Yeah. And then so then you guys moved down there for his job? Yeah, for his job. Okay. Yeah. And then how long were you there? I was there for three years-ish. Yeah, and what was that like? Um, It was actually super fun, basically, yeah. from uh, grade seven, like in junior high, all the way, actually, no, two, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, yeah. Yeah, all the way to grade 10, because okay. grade seven, grade eight, grade nine, that's three years. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun, basically. From there, it was actually more intense. Junior high, much more intense than um, elementary. Oh, yeah. I realized because, like, in Saskatoon, the education was, like, good, but it wasn't, like, really that good. Yeah. The school I went to, it was ranked number three in all of Indiana. Really? Yeah, plus it was, like, right beside Purdue University, so a lot of, like, the well-educated, well-established families are there, and they sent oh, their okay. school. It was a public school, so it was actually really cheap. Yeah. But, wow, did I learn a lot But there. it was in a good area. Yeah, it was in a solid, great area. That's awesome. Yeah. And and so, how's your English by the time you got there? Um, pretty good, yeah. yeah. I can understand everything. Yeah. I was still a dumb little kid who just wanted to play games all day, just video yeah. games, yeah. So yeah. Huge mistakes. I was really fat. I was kind of shy. People um, who were kind of mean to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a little gamer, Chinese kid, yeah. going yeah. to school. Yeah, just, just played video games. And how did that affect you? In a negative way. Yeah. I should have... I should have out more yeah yeah just outside spending yeah. more time with people spending more time with people getting more fit i did have some friends there but like 
Oh, well, actually, no, I wasn't really that shy. I was shy for my first year, but after my first year, I was less shy because okay. I had some friends that I hang out with. I would say um, that was where I really improved my musical ability. I played the sax on the side. Really? Saw the, yeah, I played the sax. And there, my mom got me a tutor for my sax. My saxophone skills improved drastically. Yeah. So that was really fun. We also had a swimming pool there. Okay. Yeah, I should have utilized the faculties more. Joined the wrestling team. I sucked. Basically, I was voted as the most improved um, for winning one match out of my entire Did wrestling career. Yeah, nobody excited. My entire wrestling career, one win. So many losses. That's more than me. I never uncountable losses. I never even joined the team. Like, yeah, um, yeah, but like I should have continued with it, but I gave up because it was like really strenuous on the body. I yeah. like quit. I regret quitting. Um, really like that. Sorry, didn't really like that quitting, but yeah. most importantly, I felt that it really helped my musical ability to play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is that I met my first LDS friends there in Indiana, really? and I had no idea that they were LDS yeah. until I joined the church. Then I saw some posts that my friends made, and I was like, this guy's going on a mission. He's LDS. Wait a second. I no what? I had no idea. Like, um, the guy who sat beside me, his last name is uh, William Everett. Okay. Yeah. Um, for example, I was like, he's going to Poland. Then I looked at all the other things. Like, wow, she's married already. Oh, she's LDS. Then I'm like, oh, this person just got back from mission. And then I like, cause like on Facebook, you can see what people are doing. So it's like from William Everett. I looked at our mutual friends. Yeah. Saw like clicked on some. And I was like, this person's LDS. This person's LDS. This person isn't. I was just blown away. Like yeah. they never invited me to church once. Yeah, I would have went. I wish that they invited me to church. Yeah, super sad. That's kind of an interesting thing to look look back on for you. Because yeah, I, so I grew up in the, in the church, right? But you didn't. Uh, you joined the church four years ago. Uh um yeah, yeah, roughly yeah. Okay, and so and then looking back. You know, do you think do you think you then would have accepted it the way you four years ago did? I don't know. I don't know. I never got the chance to learn. Yeah. So I honestly don't know. But like my mom, okay, when she first moved to Canada, a bunch of Jehovah's Witnesses rounded her up basically yeah. and taught her, and then they I had the discussions too, and they were telling me no birthdays, no Christmas, and I was just like. Wow, Halloween? Nope, no Halloween. Yeah. And I was just kind of turned off by it. It's like, oh, no, but you're telling a little kid that he can't celebrate his birthday? That's yeah. like a major turn off. Oh, so that's totally. why I never liked church, plus it was full of old people. Because yeah. I thought all Christians were the same way, but no, it's just Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> so did your parents join the Jehovah's Witnesses? My mom, nah, she's just Christian. Okay. She didn't, she didn't get baptized by them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's pretty cool to. At least I don't think she did. I don't know. Maybe you'll have to. Ask I don't think guess. she did. No, I don't think she did. So, so you're down in Indiana make, making new friends. Mm-hmm. I had no idea you played the saxophone. Yeah. Do you still play? Yeah. That's awesome, man. I just played at the last talent show. You weren't there. I wasn't there. I played for all the talent shows. You weren't there. Was it was it at the one that was just yeah. like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, I showed up late to that. I was at Tony's wedding reception. That's okay. But that's awesome. Okay. I had no idea, man. And so, how old were you when you started that? I was, um, that was in grade five. No, grade six. Grade okay. six. 
we're no great podcast. Yeah. Huh. And what what drew you to the saxophone? Basically, my mom was in China and she was like, "Ching, you need to learn to play an instrument. Here's the saxophone." And they just bought me a brand new saxophone, like an entry level saxophone. Yeah. And I destroyed it because you give a little like elementary school a brand new instrument. Yeah. They're, he's not going to take care of it, and yeah. I just wrecked it. Yeah. And then, like, in junior high, my mom bought me a second-hand used saxophone that was a lot better quality. Yeah. yeah. Unlike the ones made in China, this one was, like, a Jupiter saxophone. It was, like, much better quality. So I rocked it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And did you did you have any aversion to it? Because I know some people who... No, I actually them. liked it. You loved I, it? I liked it, yeah. yeah. Like, it felt right. Like, I connected with this. Um, It didn't feel like force or anything, but I genuinely enjoyed playing it. Yeah. That's awesome. And and would you say would you say you're pretty good? I guess if you're playing Ish. a talent well, show. Well, it's, it's been a while since I played, but it, before the talent show, just grabbed a few simple, like, music. Um, yeah. Found it on the... It was pirated <laughs> off internet. Yeah. Found some music was cheap. Yeah. That's sweet. Do you have any other musical abilities besides saxophone? Um, not really. I play the recorder a little bit. I can play hot sauce buns. Nice, yeah. Classic. I can do a paradiddle on the with drumsticks. Okay, like, yeah. Not like chicken drumsticks, but like actual drumsticks. Yeah. Things like paradiddle, uh, paradiddle. Yeah. yeah. And the double paradiddle. Okay. So you got a, a few more skills. Do you really. sing? No. You don't sing. Well, I sing just poorly, just really poorly. poorly. Do you know, I had a sick president who always said, the worse you sing, the louder you should sing. So I expect to hear you next yeah. time. Yeah, you don't want that, trust me. I don't want to destroy other people's eardrums. I think I think that's fantastic. This is what I love about, about doing this podcast, huh? is I get to hear stuff okay. that I never knew about people. I didn't know you played the saxophone. Yeah. I didn't know that you moved here when you were, you know, six. five and a half, yeah, six. Five and a half, six. You know, moving to Indiana, I had no idea. Yeah, I thought fine. you were kind of straight to Calgary. Yeah. And so, yeah. when did you come to Calgary after your um, dad? Grade was done? ten. Grade ten. Grade ten. Grade ten. And yeah. did you go to Centennial then? No, uh, Western. You went Western, to Western Canada. Okay, and how was that experience? It was a delightful experience. Went to Western. Uh, my mom really tried to get me in the IB program, didn't, yeah. up, didn't end up happening. I was like, nah, this is good enough. But yeah, quite fun. Made a few friends. Basically yeah. got less shy. Um, really enjoyed the people in Calgary. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's super fun. Um, here's a funny thing. Between yeah. high school and university, I still remember this. My mom threatened to kick me out of the house because my grades were like, they weren't bad or anything. Well, actually, no, they were bad. But, um, yeah, but I was glad that I got accepted to University of Calgary because mine was like, if you don't make it into University of Calgary, you're going to go out there and go homeless and everything. But, yeah. yeah, ended up getting an offer from University of Calgary. Funny thing, um, MRU actually rejected me. Well, they didn't reject me. They put me on a waiting list. Oh, okay. And because um, I applied to two programs, one was a waiting list. The other one, they were like forcing me, hey, before we accept you, you have to take an English course. I was like... Uh, we're in English exam. I was like, I took English 30. I got like a B in English 30. Why do yeah. I have to take this? This is ridiculous. Yeah, but university, um, they accepted me. So just went with the UFC. I was yeah. like, it was a program that I wanted. 
Okay, yeah. what program? Um, that? Husky business program. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. And so then, did you find um, in, in high school, uh-huh. you, you said you came less shy? Yeah. And you said More that going. With, with, you know, with junior high as well. And, yeah. And so how, how did you work to be less shy? How did you become less shy? No shame. Just have no shame. Just put myself out there for rejection. You get yeah. hammered. You get destroyed and everything. Yeah. But if you genuinely put the real you out there, you will attract people who genuinely like you. Yeah. And make friends that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I did have like some people who hated me, but like overall, it was it was good. Well, and you know what though? I think I think you gotta respect people yeah. like you who mm-hmm. put yourself out there. Yeah. And you just, you know, everybody laughs and says, oh, Shane, yeah. you know. Oh, that's just you, right. Like, people like you, they're that's just, yeah, oh, that's Shane. Oh, that's Shane. Oh, I think he's flirting with missionaries. Oh, that's Shane. That's Shane. That's Shane. You <laughs> flirt with everybody. I think you're just a flirty guy. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Oh, yeah. You, no. you are. No shame. No shame, Shane. You're just happy to be alive. Yep. So, so you just put yourself out there. You just, like, because I've talked to a lot of different guys. Mm-hmm. And and I, I would say I have a shy side, but it's not something that I struggle with really compared to a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. So for you, you just kind of said, "Forget it." Yeah. Um, uh-huh. This is me, and you decided to just yeah pre- pretend that you just didn't care or just stop caring. I just stopped caring. And how how'd you manage that? Because that's what is it? You had to force yourself to stop caring? No. Um, I just presented the real me out there, basically. Did a lot of dumb stuff, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just put it out. That's awesome. Just put it out. Just be yourself. Just have fun. Like, you only get, like... Like, I'd say, like... How do I word this? You have that opportunity right there and then. You can either take it or you don't. Yeah. And, like... I don't want to live like how society wants me to live for the rest of my life. I just want to do what I actually genuinely want to do with yeah. my opportunity. And if it's, if I take the wrong path, then I can learn from it. But I'd rather learn and get these experiences. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think, I think when people see you, because I'm around a lot of people when, yeah. when they see you, they, they think there's an outgoing guy. There's a guy that just... He just does his thing, and I don't. I don't think any of them would have ever guessed that that you you were shy, that you were nervous about about that. Yeah. How did that feel to be shy? I don't know. When that happened, I was kind of ESL at the time, so I couldn't communicate. So that's why I was like super shy. Yeah. Basically, but um, part of it, like, if you don't know anyone, like, I used to want to be like play it safe kind of guy. Then I realized, you know what, I could actually. Like, learn more about me through these experiences. So you, you found you got to know yourself better by... Yes, by... Yeah. Okay. And how so? What did you do? I joined a bunch of different clubs, did a lot more activities, said yes to a lot more things I rather wouldn't say yes to. Yeah. Learn from the opportunities, network with people, learn from others. Yeah. So just talking to a bunch yeah. of people and trying new stuff. Yeah, and I really genuinely like learning about other people. That's why I started my own little thing called Phoenix of Wise Calgary. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, which by the time this episode airs, I would uh, have been on there. 
Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Is it like, is this going to air after the 14th? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this, this will air in like three weeks-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the Humans of Life Day calendar, that's something you're doing now. Yes. And you started that. Oh, last month. Last month. Mm-hmm. And what, what got you to do that? I was reading a few Humans of New York. That's that was the ultimate inspiration. Yeah, and which then, is over now, right? Yeah, no, it's still going it's, on. Is it still going? Yeah, it's still okay. going. Yeah, and after that, like I've still read it. Then one of my um, well, I wouldn't say uh, one of my acquaintances. I uh, sh- I don't know her that well. She started humans of. <coughs> sorry, started humans of um, uh, Calgary University of Calgary. Oh, okay. Talking to university students, I was like, I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. And my own little niche group is YSA. Yeah. And I was like, I know a bunch of people. And that was the extra force that just pushed it over the edge. Yeah. Started that talking with people. Yeah. They're like, sorry. Yeah. So it's, it's quite similar to what I, I, I do on this podcast is just learning about different people and stuff. And yours, yours is very heavily focused. It's around the young single adults. Young single adults. community yes. in Calgary. And try to center it around Christ or yeah. missionary experiences and miracles that happen to them or even their struggles. Yeah, yeah. And what, what, what brought you to have that focus to it? I just thought, hey, it's we're all we're all LDS. I want to learn more about how Christ inspires you. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna do one about yourself sometime? No. No. Well, this is your opportunity if you want to do one about yourself. I do, uh, nah. I'm okay. No, because. Humans of Vice, uh, Calgary Wise, isn't about me, it's about others. Yeah. That's my main thing. Like, I want to learn from others. It's not about me, me, me. That's why I don't even have my name on there. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want people to know it's me. Yeah. Kind of deal. I just put my phone number up there. If you want to, like, do your own, if you want to participate, just, like, email me. I have my email there as well. Yeah. Email or, like, send me a text and I'll do yours. Yeah. It's not about me. It's about others. It's about the YSA community. Yeah. And... Have you had a lot of opportunity to talk to many people yet? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Some people say no, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. 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 You want willing participants. Yeah. Right? And have you learned, is there anything particular that you've learned from that, from doing it so far? Yes, definitely. Different people, different out, mm, different perspectives on life. Yeah. Definitely. And how they do. Plus, you learn more about the people, like where they're from. Yeah. Like this one guy, he looks white. He spoke fluent English. Oh, turns out from Spain. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 And so it's. I mean, I guess that's that's almost like an experience mm-hmm. that I'm having with you here. Yeah. Oh, this guy, he's white. He. Oh, turns out he's from China. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but you speak perfect English. Um, so. Have, have you adopted any of those perspectives into your life from those people? That's a hard one. Because we all went through different experiences. Yeah. And I personally believe that it's your own outlook that gives you an experience. Because I was reading this news article, and there were two twins, basically. They had a drunken, abusive father. One of the twins turned out exactly like his father because he learned from his father. The other person decided to never drink again and like start his own thing because like I, I learned from my father this is not how I want to live my life. Yeah. So 
even though you get the same experience in your life, it's really your perspective and outlook. So I actually don't know about your question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know how to answer that. Yeah. But they did share unique perspectives. That's pretty cool. Some I agree with more than others. Yeah. So some kind of. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's interesting. And uh, what else? What else do you do? Because you're at the half game. Are you still at half game? No. Graduated. Graduated. Yep. I I had a job with a wealth management firm, but unfortunately, like it was a contract job that ended like last month. Okay. It's been about a month now. Um, I uh, right now I'm working part time at the Hunter Hub at the U of C. I volunteer with the Tavern Marketing Association, the Half Game Recent Graduate Alumni, and I'm also on the board of the Canadian Club of Calgary, and I also uh, do part time social media for a law firm. Really? Um, and I'm pretty involved with like that church as well. Yeah. So you get you you get around. Yeah, I like and to so volunteer. Why Why do you do those volunteer projects? I really enjoy networking with people. Yeah. You just love it's talking amazing. to people. And learning, like lifelong learning. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And what do you What do you learn? Are there, is there anything particular that you've learned from these Different events, experiences? different places. Like um, for one experience called Collective, um, it's a marketing agency basically. Yeah. Um, they do this thing every year called The Gathering. And you learn from like top marketers. Like last time we had the global VP marketing of Beats by Dr. Dre, for example. That was pretty cool. Learning okay. from him. Yeah, yeah. And how how much of your time? Because you just a listed lot. like a ton of stuff. A lot. Takes a lot of your time. Okay. Right? Yeah. Find and something to do. Is that is that in part because you're not working at the same job you were? That you're, you know, able to volunteer and spend more time on um, that? Um, no. I really said if you really want to volunteer, you'll make the time for it. Yeah. And, like, if you don't have much to do, you find other things, like, to procrastinate. Yeah. Like, video games, for example, and social media. Yeah. Two of the biggest things in YouTube. Yeah. So, do you do you still play many video games? Not really, no. Yeah. No. Kind of gave those up. When, when was that? Um, around the same time, like, my last year of, well, two... Like, actually giving up, I would say, like, if um, my fourth to fifth year, my two last years at university. Okay. Because back then, I was um, full-time school. Yeah. Like, full-time student in institute class. I was in, exa- well, this is my last year. I was on two student union committees. Yeah. I was involved with nine different clubs, three of which I, went as, I was an executive member, so I actually had to plan out events. Yeah. And actually go to meetings. Yeah. While I was working two part-time jobs, one at the McKinley Library, and the other one um, was um, it was kind of like a part-time as well. Yeah. That's crazy. So you oh. just didn't have time. Just didn't have time. Yeah. And so, so would you say if somebody wants to get more involved in things, they, like they have to sacrifice? They, have to they um, well, I wouldn't say sacrifice. They will have to prioritize more important. Like, some people, they'll watch, like, Netflix, binge-watch Netflix for eight hours. Yeah. Like, that's going to have to go. You don't have time for that. But through that, you will have the opportunity to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so then, now you're volunteering on all of these things. Yeah. You're done your school. What was your education in? Is business? Um, business marketing. 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 Yeah, in business. Okay. With any any specific focus in marketing? Uh, market. No. 
um, it was business, and my uh, specialization was marketing. Was marketing. Okay, that's cool. And then... So Where, now, it wasn't a marketing degree. It was a bachelor's of commerce degree. With a focus in marketing? Uh, they don't or say focus in marketing or, on my degree. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, so, I'm assuming you're looking for work in, yep. you know, in your field and stuff. Yep. And what sort of things would you do? I don't know. Anything. Um, I really want to do something that's marketing related. Like digital marketing uh, or even like business to business marketing and this and that. Yeah. Or a non nonprofit. I used to work for the Calgary Public Library Foundation as yeah. a nonprofit. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Because children literacy is part of the learning experience, and through literacy, you can have better opportunities. And I really believe that literacy is the way, the pathway to improving your, yourself. Totally. So tell tell me more about working with the Calgary Public Library. So it was, it was fun. Um, I worked there as a summer person, summer, um, it was like a summer internship, basically. Okay. I was doing fundraising. I was saying hello to everybody. I was taking down set up events, doing some data entry to put the people yeah. um, through the software called Razor's Edge with their email system. Um, that was about it in a nutshell. I also did some phone calling for them, basically, like asking for donations, door to door, trying to get donations. That's cool. Yeah. And so, what, what did you learn from that? Because that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, know. I learned really how to ask people, and even if you say, even if they say no, because not everyone's going to donate, it's okay. Yeah. So, do you think that's where you learned best to deal with rejection? Yeah, door to door salesman. Oh, more rejection than my dating life, you know? And that <laughs> rarely happens. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I mean, that, that happens to everybody. I think, I think rejection is something everybody has to learn to yeah. deal with. And I, I think that's awesome that you, you've come to deal with it because you're, how old are you now? 20, 23. 23? Yeah. And so, so learning to deal with that. Because I think out of everybody I know and everybody I watch, you probably seem the most comfortable with being rejected. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's pretty impressive that you've had that's a few it. different experiences. Yeah. It's kind of like the missionaries when they go door to door. Sometimes they get rejected. Well, almost most of the time, I assume they get rejected. And yeah. it's okay. You will move life as you want. Yeah. It's your reaction to those rejections. You don't want to, like, first day as a missionary, you get a person you don't want to book a Mormon, then you break down and cry. That's negative attitude. Yeah. Positive attitude, you learn from it. It's not right for this person, but maybe later, like an hour from now, maybe it's right for this person. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, so going forward with that, that perspective and stuff, your yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, what else? What else are you doing now? You're you're on all of these boards. You're doing I'm the on three boards. Humans alive day. Yeah, and uh, and looking for for work Some in work. your field, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of other volunteer. Like next week, I'm gonna volunteer for this energy disruptors thing. Okay, basically, that's pretty interesting. Don't know much about it yet because I haven't volunteered for them before. Yeah, pretty excited. There's a few things like year round marketing, uh, year round volunteering things that I do. Um, I really want to volunteer for the post and marketing thing okay. called Collective. I want to do camp. That's another thing for camp. It's like a marketing thing. Yeah. To learn more about my industry. Yeah. And also for the Calgary Marketing Association. So you're su you're super involved in your industry then. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah. If anybody's hiring, please, please hire me. I can do work for you. Thanks. This is Rinchin. This is me. Yeah. Wow. 
My voice just went really high. You know what? That's okay. That's yeah. the sound of desperation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. So, so in the future, what what do you see happening for yourself? I really, I don't know, cause like, I honestly don't know, cause it's wide open. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what I want to do in life yet, but I really don't want to sit behind like a desk all day and just do like work there. I want to actually communicate with people. Yeah, yeah. Get to know, get, get to, to know, know people. people and. Okay, yeah. Yeah, or or unless it's behind a desk, it has to be something that I'm really passionate in. It's like overall, I'm helping towards this ultimate goal of helping others. Okay, and so your your ultimate goal is helping others, mm-hmm. and and how how do you apply that usually in in day to day life? Just try to help people. Come on, Alex's podcast. Yeah, exactly. Because I asked I asked you like last night. Yeah. And I was like, sure, why not? You're like, sure. I'm free this time to this time. Let's yeah. let's do it. That's awesome. Well, that's that's really good. And having the having the purpose of helping people and having the focus to, you know, make lifelong learning your your point. How do you see yourself continuing to learn as you go forward? Say yes to opportunities. Opportunities that I'm generally interested in, because like right now there's a bunch of like other things that I was like not really interested. So, yeah, that's right. But occasionally I will say yes to an industry that I don't know. Like if I've given it a shot already and just didn't work for me, then guess not. Like I might give it another try, like one to two tries. But after that, if I'm generally not interested, I will say no. Plus, like there's other things. That I really want to do, like other industries that I'm not that familiar with. Yeah, I just want to go and have fun. Are you, what's what's one of those? One industry that I like, real estate industry. Yeah. Yeah. What what fascinates you about that? Um, basically the events there. I like uh went to a few Boma events. That was pretty fun. Uh, a friend of mine recommended the Urban Land Institute. Um, haven't really gone to any of their events because, like, it costs a lot of money. That's number one. So it's kind of like affordability. Um, I prefer like free events, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, like there was an Urban Land Institute that I could have gone, but then at the same time there was another event that was free, so I picked the free event. Met a lot of great people. That's awesome. Plus, being on the Calgary Marketing Association, there's usually one event every month, and um, on the recent student graduate alumni committee, there's usually an event every month. And on top of that, um, for the Canadian Calgary, Canadian Club of Calgary, there's usually one event every month. And, um, yeah, plus I can always find volunteering stuff to do. So you're pretty occupied, eh? Somewhat. Well, you keep yourself occupied. Yeah, guess, somewhat. Right? Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Do you have any, any big, outlandish, kind of absurd dream? Get a girlfriend. That's, that's pretty <laughs> big, outlandish. That doesn't need to be big and outlandish. <laughs> um no so um i don't know not not at this point because i'm not really sure what i want to do in my career path yeah. right now you're just kind of following along yeah and, and doing your thing yeah well i think i think you're going about it the right way not that you have to hopefully hopefully i am i mean you get out there more than anybody i know mm-hmm. and uh and you clearly do a lot of volunteering make yeah. a lot of for volunteering, the thing that drives me is learning about new industries. 
getting those gold nuggets of value and then writing down to my little journal just a few sentences every day. Yeah, something you learned. Yep. That's awesome. So you, you have a little journal you keep the... Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Or what I did each day. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this has been an awesome conversation, Tim. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to be on my podcast. It was a pleasure to have you here. I'm glad. You know, or to be here. And yeah. thank you for the juice in the bowl. No problem. What does Confucius say? <laughs> I don't know. I made that up. Water <laughs> flows like water. <laughs> flows like water. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jing. And uh, everybody, you can plug all, all your stuff at Humans of YSA and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, big shout out to Humans of Calgary YSA. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Big shout out to the Calgary Marketing Association. Please follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Big shout out to the Canadian Club of Calgary. You can like us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I don't even know what I said. Big shout out to myself. Hey, please add me on as Facebook friends. Please add me on LinkedIn. Please follow me on Instagram. I don't have Twitter. You don't have Twitter. No. Well, actually, I, I, I do have to, I've never used it. It's not a platform that I, that I'm good at, or that I use a lot, yeah. I'll, I'll teach you, because I just got into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. I don't need another platform. All right, well, Tim, thanks again, <laughs> and go check out all Tim's stuff. <laughs> or don't. Don't add him on Facebook. I feel like that's weird. Would you add a stranger on Facebook? I, um, if, if I know, if we have mutual friends, yeah. Okay, yeah, but you. Not if it's like a random stranger. No. Okay, good, good. All right, well, thanks again. Mm -hmm. And uh, goodbye. Awesome, goodbye.